Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and most of the time on Saturdays whenever I can get to it, though today I'm recording on Sunday because I was at an educational conference uh, yesterday. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Christopher Rogers. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. If you're looking to support the show, there's a million ways to do it. One way is to review the show, and I want to take just a couple of seconds to uh, thank Super 80s as well as L Barger for their five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. That is an absolute huge help. I really, really appreciate it, so thank you guys very, very much. If you're looking for other ways to support the show, head on over to uh, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. You'll find a whole bunch of ways there that you can support the show. But with that being said, let's get started with the news. Due to a private event, the second floor of Nintendo New York City uh, will be closed at 11.30 a.m. on Tuesday, January 15th. This came from a tweet from Nintendo And, of course, because there's been rumors of a direct floating around, everybody assumes, not everybody, but a lot of people assume that this means that uh, there's something big happening on the 15th. Now, maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but this has been done before. There's been times where uh, Nintendo has closed uh, parts of that store in order to have like a private party or in order to have a meeting with a bunch of people. So just because this is happening does not mean that uh, we've definitely got something going on, okay? I think that there's still a chance that we can get a January Direct. My guess a couple weeks ago was that it would be on the 18th. Uh, it's the 13th today, so hopefully sometime this week we'll find out something. But, you know, even if we don't get a direct, it, it's kind of funny how people have changed how they feel about this. When people start, or when Nintendo started doing the Nintendo Directs, a lot of people were saying, oh man, this is a mistake. Nintendo is uh, not doing their, you know, a live thing. Um, and really, at the end of the day, what, what it ended up, happening is that Nintendo took a lot of pressure off the big announcements of the year. Things like E3, things like um, the Game Awards, although was the Game Awards around when that started? I'm not sure. Um, The Game Awards has kind of turned into like a smaller miniature E3 at the end of the year for announcements. Uh, But Nintendo... They were because of what they've done here with the Nintendo Directs. They've taken all of the pressure off them having to deliver, uh, you know, an amazing announcement at E3. Because we know that the next announcement is always just a little bit away, and by doing that, they take the pressure off any one announcement by spreading their announcements over. Uh, longer period of time. I think that it's the right move. And even if we don't get a Nintendo Direct in January, the next Direct is coming soon. We don't know when, but I'm sure it's coming soon. And we'll, you know, Nintendo is going to tell us all about the things that they are going to be 
revealing for the year. And I'm really excited to hear about that stuff, as I'm sure you guys are. Um, in addition to that, uh, well, let's talk about what could they talk about at um, a, a Nintendo Direct. Well, <clears throat> this is a very, very interesting um, interesting uh, tweet. I found this over on Resetera which um, is a website forum about video games. And uh, this is very... There's a, a Twitter user named Cappuccino Heck, and I guess they are a data miner. Now, if you don't know what a data miner it does, uh, they look into files um, that are on systems, and they try and pull information out of those files. And what what kind of information did they find? Well, here's what they said. Oops, I missed the button. Here we go. Here's what they said. They said, I was finally able to look around the NES online strings a bit myself and notice the sheer amount of Super Nintendo games planned. Here's a list for you folks out there. Nintendo Switch, uh, hashtag Nintendo Switch. And then we've got the list. It says Super Mario Kart, Super Soccer, Zelda Link to the Past, Demon's Crest, Yoshi's Island, Stunt Race FX, Kirby's Dream Course, Poppin' Twin B, Star Fox, Contra 3, Kirby Superstar, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Kirby Dreamland 3, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, uh, Pilot Wings, and F-Zero, um, Star Fox 2, Super Punch-Out!, the Legend of the Mystical Ninja, Super Mario All-Stars, and Breath of Fire 2. And then he dropped the paste bin, which had all of that information in it. When we look at this information, there's a lot of people who are, are going to look at this and they're going to say, Oh my God, Nintendo's bringing Super Nintendo games to the Nintendo Switch, which is what we've been asking for for a while now. I'm not the only one that wants Super Nintendo games on the Switch. Especially, you know, I recently kind of ranted about how I felt about what we were paying for with Nintendo Switch Online. I felt like we weren't really... Nintendo wasn't really justifying the purchase price that we were um, giving to them. Although most of us are willing to do it just because we want to be able to play the games online. If Nintendo did this, and this is certainly not uh, confirmation that they are, but if Nintendo did this, what I would see as a really good move is every month bring out a, a couple or a few NES games as well as a couple or a few Super Nintendo games. That would really entice people to play a lot more, or to pay a lot more. Because at the end of the day, when you compare uh, the Super Nintendo to the NES, the Super Nintendo, I believe, and I think most would probably agree with me, although if you disagree, feel free to let me know, I think most would probably agree that the Super Nintendo had better games on it. The NES saved the video game industry from certain doom. The NES saved the video game industry, but the Super Nintendo built upon that and gave us some of the greatest games that have ever existed. 
to this day, one of my favorite games of all time is uh, Zelda for the Super Nintendo. I adore that game. I've finished it multiple times. It blew me away when it came out, and I would love to be able to play that on the go on my Nintendo Switch. But this is information that is data mined. Now, there's a couple different ways that you can look at this. One way you could look at this is that Nintendo, I I don't know much about this, but from what I've read, it seems like Nintendo basically took their emulator that they have on the NES Classic and they ported their emulator over to the Nintendo Switch uh, in order to do the NES um, games on there. Now, maybe that's true, maybe it's not, but maybe there was some leftover code Like, perhaps Nintendo was working on stuff for the Super Nintendo uh, Classic already, and they used, like, the same emulator to bring stuff over. I really don't know. But I think that, you know, even, even people who say, well, this is just leftover information, some of these games are not games that are on the Super Nintendo Classic. So it's not just a a case of them bringing over um, information from uh, one place where they were working on one thing and then just porting it over to something else just to save on, you know, reinventing the wheel. But there's things on uh, on this list that are not part of the Super Nintendo Classic. And that's pretty interesting, like Super Soccer. It's not part of it. I don't think Demon's Crest is either. I don't think Stunt Race FX is part of that either. Um, Poppin' Twin B's not there either because I've never heard of it. So I I really, really hope that this is true. But I also think that you should take this as a rumor and not news. It's 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 a rumor you should take with a with a grain of salt, or actually maybe a bag of salt. Um just because this guy says that he data mined this information out of the um, out of the NES online strings, which I don't really know what that means, doesn't mean that he's right, doesn't mean that he's being truthful. He could just be making stuff up. I'm not saying that he is making stuff up. I'm just saying calm your horses, don't get excited. It might not come to fruition, but if it does and and this list is true, I know that there's some people who are going to look at this list and they're going to notice the one game that they really wanted on there that's missing. And I understand that. But if this is true, I think it's a much more interesting prospect to pay for NES games and SNES games and online functionality. And the ability to play some of these games online, like... um, I don't well F Zero didn't really have it. Did did F Zero have a multiplayer mode? I don't know that it did. I think it did. I would love to be able to play F Zero online. I would love to be able to play Super Mario Kart online. But I think what I'd be most excited for is playing Contra three online. Um my son and I sat down and tried to play Contra three on my Super Nintendo Classic and did not go well. The game is really, really hard and 
he doesn't have any nostalgia for this stuff, so he didn't want to stick around and, and try and figure this stuff out. And, and he wasn't interested in keeping playing. And I could play it by myself, but Contra 3 is really a game where I feel like you'd have way more fun playing with somebody, so I just wasn't interested. Uh, being able to play it online through um, the Super through the Nintendo Switch Online Super Nintendo Entertainment System app, I think that that would be fantastic. And uh, I, I'm very interested in this. I hope that it's true. Fingers crossed. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think it's true? Do you think it's false? Uh, what do you think of the list? What games do you think are missing? When I look at this list, the very first game that jumps out to me that's missing is uh, Earthbound. Earthbound's not on this list. Uh, Final Fantasy VI is not on this list. But at the same time, both of those games are on the Super Nintendo Classic. So Again, there's games on this list that are not from the Super Nintendo Classic, and there's games on this list from the Super Nintendo Classic that are missing. So I don't think that this is simply a uh, a port issue. I think that this is uh, lends a little bit of credence to this rumor. Anyway, let me know what you guys think. Now you can play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or Intellivision video game system. Donkey Kong has multiple screens, just like the arcade Thorson is one of the developers behind Celeste, which won Best Indie Game uh, at the Game Awards last year. Um, he also worked on Towerfall, which is a game that I've played, and really, I think that that's a really good game. Uh, but I haven't played Celeste, but I know that there's a lot of people out there that have played Celeste, so I wanted to be able to tell you guys about this. Uh, there is DLC stuff that's coming for Celeste. It is free on all platforms, so if you already bought the game, you will have access to this DLC when it comes out. Uh, but there's a little bit of information that Matt Thorson wanted to share with people who are excited for the Celeste DLC. Uh, here's what he says. He says, it won't be ready for the anniversary on January 25th. Sorry. Um, it is all one continuous chapter. There is no B-side stuff. As somebody who hasn't played Celeste, I don't really understand what B-sides are, but I think that they are, like from my understanding, from what I've uh, heard about that game, um, it's stuff that takes place outside of the main story. Uh, so this is all in one continuous chapter, no side stuff. Uh, he says it's after the current hardest levels in difficulty. So if you look at the hardest levels in the game, and if they weren't hard enough for you, then this DLC chapter is for you. Um, just looking at people play Celeste makes me scared of it and the idea of something that's harder than the most difficult challenges in the game being added to the game like that's that's making me start to sweat uh no thank you but i know that there's people that are clamoring for more challenge because they adore this game he said that there are no strawberries which i think are things that you have to collect in a level in order to uh like 100 stuff <clears throat> Although, if I'm wrong about that, let me know. I haven't played the game. Uh, and he says that there are some new items and mechanics, which is very cool. I always love it when a developer takes um, takes whatever they've made before and expands upon it in the DLC to make it not more of the same, but something new. So whatever these new items and slash mechanics are... 
uh, I think that people who are fans of Celeste are probably really excited for that, and I think it's fantastic. And then finally, just to reiterate for everybody, this DLC is free on all platforms, which is really, really awesome. Like, there's no reason that the developers of Celeste should continue making their game uh, or continue working on stuff like this as DLC. I mean, maybe... I don't know if this game was a kickstarted game, and maybe that's why it's free for for everybody. Um, but for the most part, you pay for DLC. Once a game comes out, you pay for the DLC. And I know that there are some people who hate DLC with a passion. And most of the time, I would say I'm really not interested in DLC. But it depends on the game. You know, when when a game comes out and then there's DLC the first week... Like, that's not really DLC. That's content that I feel like the the developer held back so that they could get more money out of us. These guys are building entirely new chapter with new mechanics and new items, and they are giving it away for free. That is amazing. And especially because this is not week one DLC. This is not even year one DLC. The game has been out for a year. It's just won all kinds of awards. This would be the time that a lot of suits would say it's time to capitalize on this. Let's make sure that we hit that anniversary uh, and let's make sure that we charge for this DLC. But uh, the the games uh, or the 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 developer is said no, that's not happening with our game. With our game, we're gonna get it sent um, shipped when it's ready and it's gonna be free for everybody. And I think that that is really awesome. So. Uh, Matt Thorson, I haven't played your game yet, but thanks for being awesome because it seems like you are. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I've got three games that I want to talk about, three games that I've recently started playing that I want to make sure that I discuss a little bit. I'm very early in all of them because I've just been incredibly busy with America's Next Top Podcaster, which uh, the first episodes of that should be coming soon. I will let you know. Uh, when that happens, if you don't already follow me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp, make sure that you do, so that you can find out about where you where and when you can download those those episodes, because uh, it's we've had a lot of fun making it so far. Um, but I've I've got three new games that I've 
checked out recently. Uh, one of my listeners sent me a uh, $10 eShop gift card for Christmas, which was incredibly nice of them. Uh, I don't know if they want me to say their name or not, so I'm not going to. Uh, but I used it to pick up a game that I had requested a review copy of and didn't hear anything back, and that was Fantasy Star uh, for Sega Ages, which I haven't really played very much of, but I never had a Sega Master System. And uh, Fantasy Star for uh, Sega Ages is actually really kind of cool. Um, it's an old school JRPG with turn-based combat, top-down, you walk around from place to place. And I love that when you go into like dungeons and caves and stuff like that, uh, one of the things that is really cool, it switches over to first-person view. But what Sega has done with the Sega Ages games is they're going through and they're taking these old games and they're kind of updating them to add in some modern things that improve upon the games, in my opinion. Although, keep in mind, you can also uh, play the original mode if you desire. So I'm looking at the start menu for, for uh, Fantasy Star right now. And it says we've got Ages mode, which is the new stuff added in. And I'll talk about that new stuff in just a second. And then there's Original mode is on there as well. There's a Monster Guide. So you can open that up and look at all of the monsters that you have encountered so far. It's really, really cool. I, I love that. Um, there, You can obviously look at the manual. I think that it's really cool. One of the things that they did in Ages mode, which is so cool is they've got like a mapping system so when you are in the first person mode in a dungeon and you're kind of crawling it's an it's an old school dungeon crawler kind of and you're walking around in here like what what i used to do when i was a kid playing a game like that is i would uh nab a piece of graph paper and i would draw on a piece of graph paper the map as I went because we obviously didn't have the internet to go to and say find me a map of this um, so you would make your own map as you went which is awesome and still you have the option to do that if you play in original mode but this has an auto generating uh, map so like that, that is just so convenient for me as somebody who's in his 40s who doesn't have lots and lots of time to game uh, especially now that I've got um, a mildly successful podcast as well as other stuff going on and kids. Like, I don't have a ton of time to play, so I like to make the time that I play as efficient as possible. Uh, that way I'm not wasting time. I really like that they added features like that in here. You can also save at any time and do save states, which is which is cool. If you're the kind of person who does a save state like right before you attack or right before you're about to be attacked and then you want to reload so that maybe you get better results, like you can do that. I wouldn't do that, but being able to save at any point without having to go to a church or whatever, that is really, really important to me in modern games because at any time I could be playing a game and one of my kids needs me for something or my wife needs me to go do something or I have to go to work or whatever it is, I don't have time to just play for endless amounts of time. 
So being able to save it at any time is a huge boon. I also really like that in the game they have they have a bunch of stuff that is just quality of life things that are improved upon. So there's a menu item where you can... I Let me see. I'm going to hit continue in my game. And if I hit the pause button, it brings up a... The, the pause menu brings up a spell list, an item list. Uh, so like I can see what every spell does, what every spell costs, that kind of thing. Uh, I think that that's really cool. An armor list, so I can I can look at this and say, oh, well, hold on, I could get a leather armor that's five, but I might be able to get, you know, white mantle for uh, a defense of five as well. And, you know, it helps me make a decision uh, between two things. I think all of the things that they added in the Ages version of this game are awesome and I am excited to spend some more time playing Fantasy Star because it's a series that I've never really had a chance to spend much time in and uh, I'm excited to. Uh, Let's shift gears real quick and speaking of shift we're going to talk about a game called Horizon Shift 81. The developer sent me a review code for this game uh, through Twitter and this is a game that is incredibly uh, retro. It's it's basically, it looks like an old arcade game. It plays like an old arcade game. Like, if you think back to games like Space Invaders, uh, all those vertical... Oh my gosh, the, the HD rumble is going bananas. All of those vertical uh, shooter games that, from the 80s, it's like that. Except instead of being on the bottom of the screen... You're in the middle of the screen, and, and everything is kind of tilted away from you, the player, uh, and your character or your ship is on the, this horizon in the middle of the screen, and stuff comes down from the top and up from the bottom, and you can flip back and forth whether you're on the on the top, shooting at the top or shooting at the bottom, and you have to keep these things from running into... Uh, either you or the horizon. If they hit the horizon, they will like put a break in it. And if they break part of the horizon, then as you slide back and forth, you can't go, like you'll just go right off the rails and die. You would have to then jump over that gap in the horizon until it repairs itself. Um, the soundtrack for this game is just unbelievably good. I adore the music in this game. It's so, so good. It's like chip tunies and really, really old school. And at the end of the day, like that kind of music just speaks to me. I, I, I think it's fantastic. The graphics, they look like somebody went back in the 80s and stole a game, brought it to the, to the future, and then just kind of tweaked it just a little bit to make it look just a little bit better. The, the graphics very much remind me of like... Asteroids Deluxe with their vector art and their kind of their glowiness to them. Uh, games like Tempest and things like that, or the there's some weird spider game that has that had that. Uh, I I think that this weird spider game that I'm thinking of is in the Atari collection. But this is really fun. It's got some pretty intense HD rumble, great music. Um, cool boss fights as well like there's boss fights every i think it's five levels or so so if you haven't already checked out horizon shift 81 i recommend it uh last 
video that or last game that I want to talk about that I played this week. Uh, I really haven't played much of it, but my son and I sat down and we played su- New Super Mario. I, I want to make sure I get the title right because it's re- re- long and stupid. Um, let's see, where is it? Um, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Okay, it's it's crazy how like just just call it something else. I don't know. Uh, my son and I sat down. We played some multiplayer with it. It's really fun. One thing that I will note. And I was not able to replicate it, but we were downstairs. Uh, we had my Switch hooked up to the big screen, and I was playing with the two Joy-Cons in the Joy-Con grip. My son was playing with the Pro Controller, and I kept running into like significant um, input lag. So like I would I would be playing and I'd push a jump button, and like the jump wouldn't happen right away. And it wasn't, like, the whole time. It wasn't like, oh, everything seems to be delayed about a second. It was just like every once in a while. There was, like, some kind of input lag. And I couldn't nail it down and figure out exactly what was happening. Uh, I had sent him to bed because he had to get up early in the morning on Saturday to go to a friend's birthday party. Um, And I came upstairs and put it in my dock up here in the nerd nest with my computer and everything and I started playing and I didn't notice any input lag Uh, when we were downstairs I made sure that the TV was on game mode which if you don't know about this uh, a lot of modern TVs will have some kind of post processing that they do to the picture to make it look a little bit better and if you want to turn all of that post processing off in order to have uh, less input lag, then you would put it in game mode, and that takes all of the post-processing out of it and uh, creates a more real-time experience. So I, I knew that that was something that might introduce some input lag, but like he never really complains that that kind of thing happens to him, and he uses that TV to play on his PS4 and Nintendo Switch quite often. Um, so I made sure that the TV downstairs was was in uh, game mode and I was still getting that that weird laggy kind of experience but it didn't happen up here so I'm not really sure if that's just me or if it's somebody else or maybe there was something weird with my Joy-Cons I know that some people have complained about laggy Joy-Cons but that didn't happen upstairs in the nerd nest when I was doing it so I'm really unsure about that but let's move past that and talk about New Super Mario Brothers you deluxe um this came this basically comes with two games it comes with the one that i already had i had new super mario brothers u for the wii u and i beat that game but it also comes with luigi u uh which i never played and never beat obviously um and both of those games are in there and my son and i sat down and we played up here in the nerd nest for a little bit before we went downstairs and I recorded it and that's probably the footage that you're you're probably looking at now if you're watching on YouTube and we had a lot of fun like it's it's the the game holds up I hate the art direction everything looks like a bunch of plastic um and I'm just not enjoying looking like the look of the game but 
you know, it, it's Mario. It looks like Mario, and I've never really been a huge fan of the art style that goes with the new Mario series. Um, that being said, I had fun playing this game. My son had fun playing this game. We're going to continue to play through it uh, together, probably, if I can pull him away from Fortnite. It's it's really good, and if if you've never if you've ever played or never played. Uh, one of these 2D Mario games. That, like, if you're new to the whole Nintendo thing, um, 2D Mario games are the best side-scrolling platformers that there are. They're just so fantastic, uh, and I've just had so much fun playing them over the years, and I think that this has got to be the best one. There's like 140 levels or something like that. It's insane how huge uh, this game is. So... I ended up buying this, and uh, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. It's really fun. And, uh, you know, let's go get more of those uh, squirrel suits. When you've lost your last man, hold A and B to continue where you left off. Do this before the title screen appears. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Don't forget that if you want to watch the full show, you can come watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Make sure that you also take a moment and subscribe to me over on YouTube. I post videos over there, multiple videos per week, uh, so make sure that you're subscribed. Click the bell so that you get notified when I go live, or not go live, but when I uh, post a new video. I would really, really appreciate that. If you want to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Um, if you want to get a free book, make sure that you check out Audible. Uh, you can directly support the show by checking out Audible. They have thousands of books from every genre. You're definitely going to find something you like. Just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash audible and get your free book today. Uh, big thank you to everybody who's ever had their music on Switchcraft over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. I'm out of here. I will see you very soon. Until then, stay rad. <laughs>